0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Nonsense Review. I am your host, Devon, once more, as always, joined by Rick. Hello. Yes, yes, and you may be wondering to yourselves, hang on, today's not Monday. What are we doing, Rick?
1: Today we are doing Nonsense Extra. We're doing extra episodes for extra credit, uh, simply because The Falcon and the Winter Soldier is coming out, and that's the show that we're going to be reviewing for the next ten weeks on the the mainline reviews. So we thought, hmm, what if people don't want to see that and only that? So we're doing a little bit of extra credit.
0: So that's a pretty good uh, description, although the review title will still be called Nonsense Review, because I'm not messing with that shit.
1: (laughs) It would require a new
0: logo. Uh... (laughs) Well, not quite. Um, But yes, obviously, because this is bonus content and will be coming out intermittently, uh, we won't be be describing our weeks. That will be for the main podcast. But we've decided to introduce a bit of a new section.
1: Yep, this time we're starting with the Nonsense Hypotheticals.
0: That's what we've decided to name it, although it's a bit less hypothetical and more just asinine questions. Yep. Ha, <laughs> Yes, the section is going to be quite self-explanatory, so I'm not going to be over explaining it. Rick, favorite VTuber, go.
1: Favorite VTuber probably Callie. Probably Callie. I mean, it's got to be Callie. Like the, the amount of effort she puts into making people smile, that alone makes me smile. That's
0: fair. <laughs> Bit of a tangent with VTubers. I was speaking to uh uh oh, fuck. I think you're actually part of the conversation with um, our former guild mates in FF14. Yeah,
1: he didn't know that he didn't know that they were called VTubers.
0: Yeah, and, uh, and then I said Gura and he went, "Oh yeah, I know Gua and it's like, well, that's what a VTuber is.
1: <laughs> yep, 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 yep. But Gura's the only one that he listens to, so... Uh... Which is fair, Gura is very cute. She is, and she was the first one to hit two... Well, first one to hit one million, and then the first one to hit two million.
0: Which VTuber would you most like to give a pat on the head?
1: Ah, uh, probably Coco. Coco? Like, as much as she needs a, um... As much as she puts forward this, like, strong persona, she's probably the one that most needs a hug sometimes. But it's head pat time, not hug time. Yeah.
0: I'd give Ina all the head pats.
1: If we change it to Bro. Then it's Ollie.
0: Ollie's in a weird place for me.
1: Well, she's the little sister type and she enforces that.
0: Yeah, I don't like little sisters. (laughs) (laughs) You're an only child, if I remember rightly.
1: I am. Yeah, cool. You don't get it. Yeah, I'm allowed to have the uh, the little sister and the older sister thing. Like, the one I never get is MILFs, because I have a mum. Ah,
0: oh, but you see, I'm, I'm going to abandon this topic, because we're going to get into dangerous territory. But yes, Rick, have you got a question?
1: My question for you is, what is your favourite game that no one remembers? My favourite game that no one remembers?
0: Okay, I'm going to go slightly obscure. Well, very obscure for me. Uh, there was a game on the PlayStation 2, or a game series, that got quickly abandoned by Koei, called Dynasty Tactics.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Which was a weird mix of Dynasty Warriors and their uh, turn-based strategy games. Like it was, it wasn't one or the other. In fact, it was more tact. It was turn-based tactics, but it had the aesthetic of the Warriors franchise to a certain degree. Sure, uh, but very specifically Dynasty Tactics Two, because one was a trash fire and three was weird. I don't think three came out actually in the West, uh, or I might be making it up entirely. But yeah. <laughs> It also introduced um, Lu Ling Kui, which is the fictional daughter of Lu Bu. Okay. Yeah, that did things. (laughs) (laughs) But
1: yeah, like, releasing the second one and not the third is a general thing that happened in the PlayStation 2 generation. So I can see that having happened, even if you you might have, uh, you know imagined the third game. <laughs> I think
0: I'm getting it confused with Kesson, actually. I think Dynasty Tactics only has a 1 and 2, and Kesson has 3, but Kessen's weird because they, one of the Kessons is based on Three Kingdoms, when the other two are based on The Rise and Fall of Nobunaga, so... Right. It's, it's, it's weird, because they're kind of the same, but not...
1: <laughs> yeah, separated by uh, a little bit of C. Eh,
0: yeah, pretty much. Uh, I'm going to throw the question back at you, though, because I'm interested to hear your answer for this.
1: Mine's probably going to be TIE Fighter.
0: That's Star Wars, yeah?
1: Yeah, some people might remember it, but most people... For most people, it's going to be before their time. Because this came out back when the standard platform for PC gaming was (laughs) MS-DOS. Well, here's
0: the thing is, I bet you there's some people who have fond memories of it nowadays because that game crops up in about a billion different Humble Bundles. But half the
1: time, it doesn't even work. Like, I've got it on uh, Steam, I think. Um, And good luck getting it to work because it was was made for, like, when... I think the last thing it definitely worked on was Windows 98. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, they had a uh, they had a DOS shell for Windows ninety eight that was pretty much native to Windows, and it was just running DOS. And then they released a uh, an updated version, which is the one that I got, which was uh, Tie Fighter CD, which had both DLCs, which were physical expansion packs that you had to buy another floppy disk for, because the original game ended with two missions where you flew alongside Darth Vader to rescue the Emperor, which is the most Tie Fighter thing you can possibly think.
0: Of. Also something they did in literally Star Wars episode 3. Yeah!
1: But yeah <laughs> like this was like 15 years before that though so.
0: So what you're saying is someone else came up with the idea and George Lucas fucking stole it. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's so much Star Wars fan fiction that it's impossible not to steal something from it. I
0: suppose I'm not. I'm not bitter.
1: I could look around a corner and see upwards of thirty Star Wars fan fiction books. Like I know I have at least forty.
0: But but because it's been published, it's no longer fan fiction. Although I suppose it is because they decanoned all of it, didn't they? Yeah,
1: it's it it's got it was um it was originally fan fiction and then it became official fan fiction and now it's back to uh, fan fiction again. Yeah, who do we have to blame for that? Uh, Yen Sid.
0: I f- I thought it I was going to say more specifically Kathleen Kennedy but I don't even know if that was her decision or not uh,
1: <laughs> probably wasn't even her decision she, she, she might have sat in on the board meeting where they decided it I
0: feel a bit sorry for her because she's the face and I got to imagine that there's a bulk of decisions that aren't actually hers but she's the messenger she's
1: getting thrown at full force under the bus
0: yeah although I, I I don't think there's any excuse for seven eight and nine I mean
1: money dear boy
0: well I didn't chuck any money at it so I've got a clear conscience unless you count my D- the Disney plus sub in which case I guess technically but I don't count it because I've not watched it via that.
1: I suppose that's the reason rather than the excuse.
0: Anyway, uh, (laughs) lamenting Star Wars uh, uh, aside, uh, do you want to tell the good listeners what we're doing today?
1: Today, we are reviewing one of the most 90s things that I could possibly think of and or find, the Dumb and Dumber cartoon. Okay, so real talk,
0: uh, behind the scenes here, we scrambled a bit today. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, this is what we decided to do. And as soon as uh, Rick brought it up, I was like, that's a terrible idea. Let's do it. Yep.
1: Pretty much, in almost as many words.
0: I'm not a fan of Dumb and Dumber the Movies, so I imagine the cartoon won't be much better. Yeah,
1: it's not even going to have the real Jim Carrey, I don't think, but uh, we'll find out.
0: Keeping my fingers crossed that my internet connection is going to be stable enough to actually play this.
1: I remember The Mask had a cartoon that uh, was a little bit better received.
0: That was great, because the cartoon came out before the film. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, people who aren't listening, but I'm 95% sure that that cartoon existed before the film. Maybe. You might be thinking of Freakazoid. Freakazoid is a different beast.
1: <laughs>
0: and I'll tell you why I think this because the cartoon design for Stanley Ibkiss looks nothing like Jim Carrey. Yeah, fair enough. Which make, which makes me double down on the fear, on my memory that it came out first. True enough. Uh, but yes, would you like to count us down, Rick?
1: Alrighty. So we're starting in three, two, one, and go. Man. Man, I, I I can't even remember which one's Harry and which one's Lloyd. I'm I'm sure it'll get introduced to us.
0: The one in on the right is Jim Carrey's character, that's all I know.
1: Yeah, because it looks like a caricature of Jim Carrey. <laughs> As it should from an animated show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're trying to impress the uh the pretty walking blonde with different types of music.
0: it looks more like different styles of dance than music.
1: Well, okay, the first two times they had um Guitar and instrument. Okay, fair. Oh, standard slapstick.
0: I quite like slapstick, but I like it more in, phys- in proper media than uh, cartoons. Yeah. Proper media. Oh, God, kill me. That's...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's the deal with the beaver? Is that a joke from the film?
1: I don't think so. I think that's the uh, the running joke of the show.
0: Oh, they're chasing Beaver. There we go. That's the that's the gag, I suppose. Yep, yep, yep. I see. I vaguely remember the van looking like a dog from the film. So that's
1: yeah. So he, uh, I remember they traded in the van for a um a bike at the end. Okay. Because the bike, the bike got something like seven hundred miles to the gallon. Shut up. Something stupid like that. Anyway. But the idea was that they could get all the way to Aspen with the bike, and um one of them peed on the other, and they got stuck to each other because it was cold.
0: Great, cool, awesome. I hate it. It's not my style of humour. Like, and I know that. I know that's a silly thing to say because I'm quite a childish person. But it's, uh... <laughs> he looks kind of like a a lankier. Stretched out version of Mandok,
1: A little bit, yeah Yeah, yeah, he does Oh, Kazoos, <laughs> get
0: Callie in this bitch
1: <laughs> Oh yeah, Callie's got a new Kazoo
0: That sounds like a euphemism <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it was uh, It had a, um, a graphic made by one of her um, One of her staff members slash superfans And it matches her costume
0: did she share a picture of it then?
1: Uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll send you it over the uh, over the over the media. I'll send you a picture.
0: <laughs> that is a disgusting looking sandwich.
1: It is not a nice looking sandwich.
0: But I don't like fishy sandwiches anyway.
1: I used to like fish. I no longer like fish. Let's
0: that's, let's uh, that's not go into that story, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, a bit, I've got a level with you guys. I don't know what's going on with the plot because so I've just been having fun talking to my buddy because I feel like that's the only way I'm going to get through this 20 minutes.
1: <laughs> so what I've picked up so far is that they think it's a cat.
0: They think the beaver's a cat? Yeah. So the joke isn't that they're chasing beaver?
1: I mean, they're chasing beaver, but they're calling it chasing pussy.
0: Ah. Oh. Yeah, fair enough. That sounded a lot like
1: Ernie. Did sound like Ernie. <laughs> All
0: right, so it's not. It can't actually be Paris, right? It must be like a gag city in the states.
1: Yeah, most likely. I think the the car is called Auto because it's automobile.
0: I hate it. <laughs> I like how it's the most romantic city in the world and yet you still end up with a blow-up doll
1: yeah <laughs> he's popped her already
0: uh, should I get the puncture repair kit sir <laughs> uh, the license plate also says Otto
1: yeah standard cartoony things to come out of the back of a van. I'll
0: be absolutely honest with you. I bet you that's a reference to the films. Maybe so. Well, sorry, film at this point, because Dumb and Dumber 2 only came out like two years ago, didn't it?
1: Um, maybe a little bit longer than that, seeing as we've had a year in limbo.
0: It's Yeah, time has become weird. Yeah. If I wasn't still working, I'd actually lose track of days.
1: Yeah. Like, the only reason I keep track of days is because I have certain things happening on certain days. I get you. And normally, it's D&D.
0: Yeah, you do a lot of that. Yeah. Okay, so for people who are just listening, and I don't know why you just listen and not line up the episode, uh, he's just pulled down a list of a bunch of vans, uh, automobiles. I think it's a van. It's got to be a van, right?
1: Yeah, it's a van.
0: Looking like different animals.
1: Yep, a list of animal vans, which apparently is collecting or something.
0: Well, here's a billionaire Texas oil tycoon who's just got eaten by a fish.
1: Oh, and he's uh, he's put the he's put the digestion on hold.
0: Fuck off. The 1984 mutt van. So in the the, the universe of Dumb and Dumber. Um, there are just lines of vans that have been made to look like animals and they've been dished out and sold. I assume there's not just one made of every single one. That would be even more ridiculous.
1: (laughs) As far as I'm aware, they actually converted their own van to look like a dog to uh, suit them having a um, a dog grooming service.
0: You see, that's what I would have... I assume they actually stole it off of someone who had a dog grooming business.
1: Well, half a ton of soap suds.
0: Not the worst thing in the world to be dumped in.
1: He looks like Mayor Dewey.
0: What, from Steven?
1: Yeah, the mayor from Steven Universe.
0: I don't think so.
1: I mean, the perpetually red skin and... uh Okay, he's a bit angrier than Mayor Dewey.
0: Dempsey Dumpster, so his superpowers are he can dumpster dive, and he knows the Dempsey Roll, the most powerful of boxing manoeuvres, as us EPO fans (laughs) know.
1: (laughs) Just make a figure of eight with the top half of your body, and then, uh, (laughs) sucker punch. Dude, there's a fucking... There's a fucking
0: episode, if I remember rightly, where he gets told, if you do the Dempsey Roll, EPO, you will literally die. And then he does it anyway. Uh, uh, Our mutual friend, Rick, said that uh, the original series of Epo is finally coming to Crunchyroll. Okay. Yeah, he said, hey, do you want to marathon that? And I was like, okay, don't take this the wrong way. But I've seen that. (laughs) I've seen it. I enjoyed it. I do not want to watch the whole thing in a row again, but with added commentary. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> it, it's what I ha- It's why I have a problem Marathoning content while, with people Yeah Usually they've seen the thing And they're introducing me to it And then they talk over the fucking thing Which is fine for them They know everything that happens
1: When you're marathoning something on your own It's normally on Netflix And it's normally in bed When you're having a pyjama day
0: Here's the sad thing Rick I can't just lie in my bed Because my mattress is like a stone Okay Yeah Get a new mattress. They're fucking expensive.
1: Yeah, they are. And you have to get it up like 17 flights of stairs.
0: Uh, Two, at least in my case, but yeah. Also, we've got double banisters because we have someone with mobility issues in the house, so it makes it even more annoying.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The
0: reason this one wasn't too bad, and yeah, I am talking about my mattress, motherfuckers, because fuck this show. uh, the good thing about this mattress is I got it off a of Groupon, and it came rolled in a box, so I didn't have to fucking struggle with it up the stairs.
1: <laughs> Auto had some cheap gas, apparently.
0: That makes sense, sure, fuck it. Gotta say something saying, um, haven't we, Rick? Uh, <laughs> What was I gonna say? Yeah. uh, So far, the plot, because I I was paying vague attention, is the Texan guy who wants the car yelled angrily that if no, if he can't have the car, no one can. So I assume we're gonna get wacky hijinks.
1: Yeah. Because everything is for sale, for the right price. And even when it's scrap, it can be repaired.
0: True. True. Dude, that's. uh, I'm gonna go. Let's go into a tangent with wrestling old school wrestler called the million dollar man that was straight up his gimmick <laughs> uh oh dude it was some of his vignettes were great he'd 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 bring uh audience members into the ring and say if you can do this I'll give you a thousand dollars and he uh, like he he got a little kid into the ring and he said uh dribble this ball ten times and it was a basketball and he got to number nine and he kicks the basketball away from him before he can do it the tenth time oh proper boy. fucking old school heel bullshit it was great. power move. He also had a a manservant called Virgil, which had slight racial undertones. Well now. Yeah. Can you guess what the colour of Virgil's skin was? Uh... Yeah, don't worry about it. (laughs) It was fucked.
1: So he's stolen her jacket to uh, put it in the mud so she doesn't have to walk on the mud. Yeah. Because he's seen it in cartoons. Fair enough. (laughs) More money. For you, he'd make an exception of more money.
0: So does he think he's in Paris right now? I think so. I, I, I do appreciate the joke of uh, mixing basic Spanish with basic French and thinking you're speaking French. That's quite funny.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Cup of steam.
0: That'd be annoying. Yeah. I love it. Bonjour, mi amigos. (laughs) Yep. They probably hate him because he's speaking Spanish, so they think he's Mexican. Yep, yep, yep. Sorry, Texans, but we know you don't like Mexico.
1: Three birds and change.
0: I do not like how they draw baby cartoon birds ever. It's always horrifying.
1: Baby birds themselves just tend tend not to look very good.
0: I don't know if you if you notice know about me, Rick, but my dad, when I was younger, used to hand rear parrots. Okay. So I've had my fair share of dealing with disgusting, horrible baby bird creatures. They don't look they don't look as bad as they just looked then in the cartoon. Yeah. They did stink though.
1: <laughs> I'm guessing a lot of them look like the um the bird creatures from Ash- ashes of Ariandel.
0: they don't look quite as ragged but yeah uh,
1: yeah
0: it's one of those things where my uh, yeah i'm going on another tangent fuck you um <laughs> to that one guy who watches i'm sorry i i'm i'm angry that we're watching this cartoon <laughs> Uh, he it was little He actually used to syringe feed them as babies because obviously they didn't have their parents regurgitate crap into their mouths. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And it was um, fifty dollars. Fuck that. I I got sidetracked. What was my What was my train of thought? <laughs>
1: uh, syringe feeding baby birds.
0: Right. Yeah. Cool. There was this little ha- uh, handmade mix that you'd make to feed them. And that mm-hmm. shit smelt fucking vile. Yep. It was just I can imagine just corn and wheat, but mush, and it was horrid.
1: I'm assuming with a bit of uh, bug meal in there as well.
0: Uh maybe, maybe. I mean, they're parrots. It would probably be fruit more than bugs. Okay. Uh, but uh, parrots don't tend to eat bugs.
1: Fair. That's where you show your. Uh... Your advantage in knowledge over what I know about birds. Birds, birds.
0: What's who what's the fucking YouTuber who's got the bird and everyone takes a piss out of it?
1: Jon Tron. John
0: Tron. I like his bird. His bird's cute.
1: Yeah, Jacques. Because <laughs> it's a robot and it's basically his second character.
0: Oh, I didn't realise it weren't real.
1: <laughs> okay, so the bird itself is real, but in the videos it's uh it's a robot.
0: Okay, I follow now. Sorry, when you said it was a robot, I thought it was just entirely fake. Then.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's a real, it's a real bird. Okay. And, um, like sometimes you even see the outtakes where he goes, "Sorry, Jacques just shit on my shoulder."
0: <laughs> <laughs> birds do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, they do.
0: Dude, I've seen documentaries of like hoarders, uh, where they've got a whole room where they, the their parakeets and budgies just fly around, but they've got two hundred of the fucking things, and the room's just covered in shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And it's like, how? Like, I know this is a room that you've put aside just for your fucking your little parrots, but how do you live with a room covered in bird shit?
1: Yeah, this is a room dedicated to shit. It reminds me of that uh, that that uh, puffin penguin, and it's the dedicated penguin for shitting on.
0: It just reminded me of like a, t- a five-second-long clip of two owls standing on a roof. Have you seen this?
1: Is this where both of them turn away from the one in the middle and shit on the one in the middle?
0: No, no, because there's only two of them. One of them's slightly higher up the roof. It takes a shit, it dribbles down the roof to the other one, it barely touches the other owl's foot, and it just bristles up, looks at the person filming, as if to say, what the fuck, and then looks at the the other bird, and the other bird flies off. (laughs) (laughs) This is more interesting than Dumb and Dumber the cartoon.
1: I mean... Talk about turd is always more interesting than most cartoons. No. Steven Universe is pretty good. It is. Really is. <laughs> Especially the cherry-picked episodes that we've picked.
0: That's true. I-, I have no doubt that it's got its fair share of duds, as most cartoons do, but like we're not even in season two where it's got its fitting.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're still in season one, which is like twice as long as the other ones.
0: Mm -mm.
1: How long is a piece of string? That long.
0: Uh, At least in the cartoon versions, um, Dude Who Is Not Jim Carrey is definitely better looking. Yeah, he is. Because his face looks like a real... Well, looks more like a real face.
1: Yeah, now he looks like a generic villain who's just been given a smile. Yeah.
0: Imagine giving a novelty check for $50. I
1: know, right?
0: I'm the Germany surprised he didn't turn into Yosemite Stat Sam and start firing pistols wildly.
1: <laughs> Maybe because they had um, a moratorium on pistol use.
0: Maybe. The Awful Tower, fuck's sake. I'm actually going to Google it. I'm going to Google what the rating was for Dumb and Dumber, because I, I imagine it's PG, but it might not be. It might be a
1: 12. I think it might have been a 12. It might have been one of those first movies that... Um... Me and my mate, when we were eight, got into as twelves. Right,
0: right. Dumb and Dumb was, uh was released in nineteen ninety-four, and it is in fact a twelve.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I would have been eight or nine.
0: In fact, if I remember rightly, the sort of villain, but not really, that joins you for a long period of time has at least a weapon of some kind at some point.
1: Yeah, I think he's got a. I think he's got a gun, or at least a knife. This is the guy that they nearly kill with... Um, they they do kill him. They kill him with rat poison. Oh. He's got some pills. And he's having a seizure. He's begging for his pills. And they give him rat poison. Which is the rat poison that he also had in his pocket. To poison them with.
0: It's, it's one of those film logics. Of uh, you're allowed to kill off the villain if it's by his own doing. Yeah. But it's still like, that's fucked up.
1: Totally is. Oh, a T-bone steak.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I think the T-bone steak is the best gag so far.
0: I don't know. That one was actually quite strong. I kind of like that. I'll be a gorilla's nephew fucking up the saying like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. pretty decent. I think, um, going on a tangent now, the most gruesome and graphic version of You're Allowed to Kill Off the Villain if it's by its own doings is the Disney Tarzan movie.
1: So that's one of the few Disney movies I've not actually seen.
0: Okay, it's fucked up. He's fighting the main villain at the end. Spoilers, sorry. And they're, they're, they're all up in the vines. And the main villain gets tangled up in the vines because guess what, Tarzan's good at that shit. Yeah. The villain takes out his machete and starts cutting the vines that have tangled him up, and Tarzan goes, "No, Clayton, stop!" And then he cuts off one vine too many, and the only vine that's still wrapped around him is the one around his neck. And then he, oh boy. and then he starts falling, and then they cut away. But the implication is enough. Yeah, he had
1: a Disney villain death. Yeah,
0: that was uh, that was quite grim.
1: Mm. Yeah, the standard Disney villain death. Fall.
0: Yeah, except that wasn't fall. That was hanging.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Bye. Also, the villain in that was voiced by Brian Blessed. Okay. So, yeah. Good, powerful voice.
1: Yeah, it is. Man, I love how Brian Blessed was climbing Everest and he stopped to save someone's life. Brian
0: Blessed's a weird motherfucker. Because he's. hes How old is he now? He's got to be pushing 80 right? Yeah he might
1: even be. He might even be approaching his 90s.
0: He might be. And he insists that he wants to climb Everest again. But he wants to do it without the assistance of oxygen. Because that's cheating.
1: Well. It's possible that he got the highest. Without oxygen. So far.
0: Okay just for what it's worth guys. I'm tabbing out of this shit. Yeah. End credits. Uh, Guess what? The voices (laughs) weren't done by the real people. Who could have guessed it?
1: Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) So this might have been the most irreverent episode based on the most irreverent... Oh, it was actually Hanna-Barbera. Okay, cool. I'm
0: surprised there wasn't more racism.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Hanna-Barbera. Great cartoons. Mm.
1: Mm. Questionable values.
0: They're not owned by a big corporation, so they don't put that little rawning label in front of their cartoons nowadays. Oh, no. No. (laughs) Just insert a Krillin from Team Four Star. Oh, no. Oh, no. I can't even remember what he's reacting to for that.
1: Maybe just Popo or something, I don't know.
0: I don't think it was Popo, because he acts more... He's got
1: a bit more reverence for Popo, because Popo can fuck him up.
0: My favourite... I say this a lot for Team 4 Star, one of my favourite gags is uh, while they're waiting for Goku and Gohan to come out of the time chamber, and Vegeta calls Popo Black Man, and Popo just instantly responds with, okay, first of all, call me that again, and we're going to have problems. Not two <laughs> minutes later, he does it again, and Popo just sighs. <laughs>
1: they,
0: they got the gag with uh, Catman and Yajirobe just going uh told you was never a matter of if but when (laughs) yeah yeah is that one of the better running gags yajirobe and Catman being a uh, gay couple
1: yeah i mean they have the wedding as well don't they in the uh was it the trunks episode uh, they had the in the trunk special
0: maybe they had sort of the weird breakup period in the cooler movie yeah it might have been that one where they had uh they had not backrap being like mm. that is weird but I am not judging
1: <laughs>
0: do they have I don't think they show the wedding I think they show the aftermath Oh, you know what it's been too long we should do some team four star episodes for this maybe so it's not it's not a bad thing to do like the only ones suffer from the old the same thing that early anything suffers from and that is they've not quite got their footing but they're still they're still gems they're still gems I
1: feel like they get their um they get their they get into the swing uh, by at least the middle of the Saiyan Saga and even some of the early stuff has some fantastic gags like are you a Yoshi? it's not awful it's watchable it's just if I had the choice I'd always start from Freezer Saga usually or at least end of Vegeta I,
0: I think they find their fitting just about the time when they when the Cybermen show up I'd say they've got their footing pretty good by then we can literally grow reddits it's such a fucking so, Oh, I feel so bad for this fictional character of reddits because it completely erases the threat yeah. and i know I know that's sort of the point of Dragon Ball Z, like every villain makes the last villain seem like nothing, because that's how it works, everyone's numbers just get bigger. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the, one of the core flaws with uh, with Dragon Ball Z. And hell, they point it out in the bridge, don't they, with uh, okay, either either this scanner is broken or power levels are bullshit. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and they, uh, they actually address the fact that power levels are bullshit during Super. Like, a vastly underpowered person can beat a vastly overpowered person just by being more experienced and having better techniques.
0: Except because I'm a fan of One Plague of Gripes. He straight up says that they fall really quickly back into the problem of hey guess what everything's reset back to zero but it's still about numbers yep 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 so yeah this is how uninteresting Dumb and Dumber the cartoon was is that I don't think we once actually spoke about Dumb and Dumber properly during the episode hey
1: we, we brought up the T-bone steak and Otto auto, the automobile I
0: still think that's a joke that you've made up yourself and that that wasn't actually part of Dumb and Dumber well fair enough but yeah we can sit here and Rack's lyrical about random bullshit for another 10 minutes but it's a pretty natural stopping point I'd say it
1: is plus silly bullshit that we have to spout can be saved for other episodes so stay tuned everyone.
0: Going forward, these bonus episodes are pretty much going to be decided on the spot, because I feel like that's the best way of doing it. Yeah,
1: so far it has been.
0: So yeah, uh, keep an eye on the, the uh, podcast, guys. We'll see you all again next time.
1: bye bye